Hello, good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. We continue to celebrate the 20th season of Red Barn Radio. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you to show number 783. Our guest this evening on Red Barn Radio from Louisa, Kentucky, is Laidback Country Picker, a long-running musical project which has taken a variety of shapes and forms over the years. Laidback intrigues not only its regional fans, but a growing national audience who adores their brand of rock and roll truth seasoned with salty Kentucky humor. At its heart is David and Teresa Prince, who not only share the stage as Laidback and Honey, but also a home and a life they enjoy together teaching school during the week and playing music on the weekends. Welcome on guitar, laid back, and on drums, Honey. sound and everybody got down the stanley bros went nose to nose they played a million shows and kept them on their toes I still see his face. The motorhead put them all to bed, but like Lemmy said, they're all dead. Go!
Tonight, 18-year-old David Prince's classmates went on their senior trip. He played his first professional bar gig. It wasn't his first show, as he'd played bass in local bluegrass bands, but it opened the door to a new life. Laid back, or LB, as he likes to be known, isn't one to brag, so I'll just go ahead and do it for him. He's played with everyone from the Georgia Satellites to the Kentucky Headhunters. He opened for Thin Lizzy and the Guess Who recorded at Johnny Cash's studio, as well as the now-defunct Butcher Shop in Nashville, owned by John Prine and Sturgill Simpson. I'd hunch LB would say, though, that what he cherishes most is his time on and off the stage with Teresa, his true honey, and the relationships he forms with the students at Lawrence County High School, his alma mater, where he now teaches social studies. Laid Back and Honey have a great story, and I know you'll enjoy our conversation. Don't go anywhere. Laid Back Country Picker is in town. Honey bun, let's make a deal.
Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. I wonder if maybe a good start would be to lay out the laid-back country picker timeline. So here you go. I'll give you a, sort of a, an abbreviated version. Once again, traveling out west playing music with a friend of mine, Rob McNerlin, who's been on the show. Yeah. Cowboy Rob. Well, while you're talking about Rob, yeah. the first time I ever heard you play guitar was with Rob. Honey and I and a guy named Jeff Ware were traveling. We've been to California and back, and we stopped in Texas, and we played a show, and we've been out on the road for a while. We're a little loopy. Fourth of July, fireworks are going off. We're thinking the Roman candles are going to hit us, and we're just a little scared. Honey takes a picture of me just out by a pool at midnight in Texas on the 4th of July. And we get home, and we see the photograph, and it's like, this is a funky picture, man. I'm wearing this hat, and i got green glasses. My pupils are like this big around. I thought, this guy, he looks like a country music singer. And I was, <laughs> I'm really into Waylon, and, you know, Waylon's got this song called Layback Country Picker where he tells the story of a guy who's kind of on his last legs, a, a country singer. And I thought, well, that's who this is. This guy's a laid-back country picker. And I kept that image around for probably, I don't know, 10 years or so, just making jokes and everything. And I think I made a MySpace page for laid-back country picker <laughs> and, and, you know, didn't want to do anything serious with it. I got the image put on a shirt because my daughter said that's a good thing to do. So I did. You enter uh, Tyler Childers, who's a former student of mine. Hooray <laughs> for Tyler. Do you all know that? Is that yeah. common knowledge, do you think? Well, yeah, most of these people here are former students of mine. Oh, they Yeah, they are. <laughs> so Tyler saw the shirt and said, this is really cool, and he, he, he wore one. He got one and started wearing it, and that's just like lit a fire because, you know, people are rabid about Tyler, and so if Tyler does it, they have to do it. And I benefited from it greatly because <laughs> people wanted to buy the shirt. So I realized, you know, I got something going here, this way back country picker. You know, I don't have any music. I don't have anything. So I got with the Miles Brothers from down in Wattsburg Way, Kenny and Hayden, who are Wayne Graham, who's just another Indeed. excellent band. And we put together a record real quick, you know, and we threw it out there and said, this is a laid back country picker, and people wanted to hear it. And that's how it starts. And this is what it's evolved into at this point.
at this point, I'm associated with Hickman Holler, which is Tyler's label, and they said, let's go to Nashville and make a record. I said, okay, let's go. So I'm on the label's dime, and I go down there, and they said, pick whoever you want to play on the record. I said, whoever I want? He said, whoever you want, and we're going to do it at the butcher shop. So I got a JT Cure, who is uh, an old friend of mine, who's Chris, uh, what's his name? Stapleton. Chris Stapleton is a bass player. <laughs> and uh, I got a Jesse. He's pretty good. Yeah, Jesse Wells came and played every string instrument you could think of. A guy named Russ Paul, who is on all of Tyler's records. Uh -huh. Russ Paul plays guitar and pedal steel on it. And then I thought, I don't know a better drummer than Hayden. So Hayden went down into drums. And Kenny did uh, production <clears throat> along with uh, the people down there. And it was just amazing. So I did that record in Nashville. And it's a Nashville-sounding record. It's a little little prettier. Uh-huh. It kind of comes out in the middle of the pandemic, and what do you do with a record in the pandemic? So it just kind of went in that black hole where things went during the pandemic. You know, uh, we did a record release show at a drive-in theater in Mount Sterling because at that time you could go to drive-ins. You couldn't do anything else. And this guy at the Judy drive-in, we partnered with him, and we did a show there as a record release, and everyone sat in their car, and they listened, and we were projected on the big screen, and that's how we released that album. So it was just really weird, and, you know, I, I sold a lot of copies of it, but I didn't get to get out and push it the way I wanted to. Huh. So now I've got a basement full of them. Wow. It was a weird time to do anything, but weird time to put out a record. Alice
Tell listeners the story of McGoffin County Cadillac. You're I'm not driving that today. Well, I'm driving the new version of the McGoffin County Cadillac. Uh, the old one has been put to pasture. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, it's still alive. I still start it up every now and then, but it's it's sickly, and I don't trust it very far. It's not in the junkyard? No, it'll never be in the junkyard. Okay, good. It's, it's a yard ornament. Okay. And I All do right. start it every so often and drive it around a little bit. My dad was a mechanic, and he was a Ford guy, which made me a mechanic and a Ford guy. And I just uh, I found out about Crown Vicks, and I was just amazed you can build a car that big, and it's still fairly economical, and you can haul that much stuff in it, plus this deal that police officers used them. And if you had one, sometimes people thought you might be a police officer, or other police officers might think you're a police officer, and not mind so much if you did a U-turn where you shouldn't. <laughs> so there was quite an appeal to it. And I got it, and my friend said, that's McGoffin County Cadillac. And McGoffin County is a neighboring county to me in Lawrence County. I didn't know what that meant, but as it turns out, there's a lot of boys in Sayersville in McGoffin County. A lot of union guys, you know, millwrights, pipe fitters, carpenters, and they drive long distances to go to the job site. And they especially come down to, like, Georgetown and work at Toyota and whatever. And they would buy those at auction because you can put a lot of people in the back and haul them to work. And you can go really fast, and the law doesn't seem to mind so much. <laughs> and so that's what the McGoffin County Cadillac is. And we made an over-the-top video with Honey in it, and it became just kind of a local little hit. It was, it was cool. Got on Sirius XM some. In fact, it was on today, someone told me. All right. Yeah, that's what I said. Very nice. Waiting on the check to come in, but it's on there. <laughs> so that's the story of the McGoffin County Cadillac. Ah, nice. You mentioned that you have this vehicle out in your yard as a, a yard ornament. Do you and Honey sort of share the same sensibilities when it comes to the way you decorate your yard? Yes and no. And first off, Honey drives a Crown Vic as well. Oh. She has an 09 Vic. The original McGoffin County Cadillac was an 04. The car I'm driving now is a 95 Crown Vic. I mean, it's just what we have. We're Crown Vic people. I also have a 73 VW van in my yard that I'm putting a motor in because that's just what you do. Uh-huh. Honey uh, likes to put weird things in spaces where they don't belong out in nature. That's kind of what she does. Are we talking about little statuettes and Sometimes. things like that? Or just something. Surprises. Yeah, just something that you don't see coming at all that shouldn't be there. And that's kind of how she likes to decorate. What about gardens like flowers and vegetables and things like that? We're vegetable garden people. We, uh, I live for Hungarian wax peppers. That's my favorite thing to grow. So I've got a garden with some of those, some Tommy Toe tomatoes. We did cucumbers this year, and they just take over. Cucumbers yeah. are the bully of the garden. More than zucchini? No, on par with them. Right, now. okay. Oh, zucchini, yeah. We had to stop. We used to do zucchini, and they took over. <laughs> and I, I got to say, for any listener out there who can help me, my wax peppers are doing zero this year. So if you have a, an abundant supply of them, I'm looking. All right. Do you have a garden? A lot of herbs. Got some parsley. Oh, I'll tell you something that takes over. Arugula. I don't know what that is. It's a lettuce. It goes wild. If you let it go to seed, it goes crazy. Yeah, so. But you you got to try arugula. If you like peppery tasting things. Oh, I do. I think you and Honey would like it. As you can tell, she, she likes spicy things. Well, <laughs> I can tell she's very excited uh, to try it. Old John Glenn wasn't scared to die. Went to space and back and he didn't bat an eye. Had the right stuff, but he never asked why. Amen, John Glenn, you're the best to ever fly. Old 
Johnny Bench could really play some ball. Learning from the boys down in Arkansas. Swinging for the fence, man, I never seen him fall. Man alive, number five, you're the greatest of them all. served your country well. Black Les Paul Custom, you see there, it's a 68. A friend of mine named Jack Randy Atkins sold me that in the, probably the late 80s. I was playing in a band with him, and he owned a guitar store, and I didn't really have a good instrument. He's like, here, let me say this. And he sold me this guitar just at his cost, which was stupid cheap at the time, and a half-stack Marshall. He's like, you need cool instruments. Yeah. And so he sold me this, and uh, this just to me is priceless. I, I love that guitar. The Telecaster I bought off Rob McNerland ah. for uh, just a 
future some because it's it's a parts guitar. There's nothing real uh-huh. on it, but it's really good. And then the Epiphone there, I made a deal at a gas station in Richmond, Kentucky for that one. It might have been Craigslist back on the Craigslist days. Craigslist is still there. Is it? Well, I don't even go there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are they a sponsor of the show? I love Craigslist. <laughs> My first stop. <laughs> you started in old Kentucky. Brothers from Rosine. They played a new kind of music the people had never seen. Bill was a man who was in control. We're back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, Southern style. We'll be right back. Shucked all the corn. Played it straight. Lester played it straight. Lester played it straight. Lester played it straight. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, Southern style.
Big Mon couldn't hold them. The Foggy Mountain boys were born. They walked off with the Grammy. They shucked all the corn. But Earl and his boys had done turned on. Listening to the Moby Grape. Lester played it straight. obviously excited to be here tonight and playing with you but does she ever give you a sense that maybe this might be a limited run you know at some point there will be some other personas we haven't talked about that she's really digging playing drums when we go to festivals and things now i see her hanging out with the drummers talking <laughs> drum talk <laughs> and it's so cool <laughs> and you know she wants to play like John Bonham. That's, that's who she wants to be like. So, you know, she's just enjoying being a drummer right now. You're not finding a situation where the guys are always running away with her because it's Let me tell a you, drummer, right? Women love her. And, I mean, this is no joke. Honey is like an icon to women everywhere because they come up, they flock to her after the shows. And it's usually women either her age or a little younger. And they just say, you're such an inspiration to us. And, you know, mm. we don't think about it, but I guess we're kind of getting up in years. But here we are out playing all the time. And, you know, she just jump, jumps on a drum set and starts playing. And you inspire me to try something new. And people love her. They just love Honey. Yeah. Well, so do we. She's the star of the show. Yeah. If anything, I'm paying homage to, to singers from back in the day. I think you either get this or you don't. And I've seen people go, I don't know what this is. What are you doing? But the people that get it, get it. Yeah, I don't know what it is every moment, but I mean, I know most of the time I do. I know what it is every <laughs> millisecond. <laughs> we let out a Kingsport in the middle of the night. We was playing country music, treating people right. When the amplifiers are cooled down, guitars put away. Put that pick in the hammer lane, this is what I say. Well, that road is long And my eyes are wide Playing country music Treating people right It's the life I need I've seen all good people And I've helped some friends in need As we ramble through them cities Little country town Honey and me's picking it up We're about to lay it down Well that road is long And my eyes are wide Country music, 
Treating people right music of that road is long and my eyes are wide playing country music treating people right tower did a cd release show at webster hall in new york and it, you know that didn't really ring a bell with me but it's it's the ritz from back in the day in ah. new york and so i got to go up there and open that show as well and I'll just go ahead and say, I wouldn't be standing there talking to you right now had Tower Childers not said, let's do this. I mean, Tower pushed me and said, come on, you, you got something to say, and gave me a, a chance to do it. Hmm. Or I wouldn't be here. It's just that simple. I'll be writing lesson plans for tomorrow. <laughs> Tower would call me at like 3 in the morning to talk about things. Like, that's perfectly normal. And, you know, I'm asleep, and Tower's like, hey, man, what are you doing? It's <laughs> 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 kind of sleeping. He's like, uh, I'm getting ready to play the rhyme, and, and I want you to come down and, and play the first song. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, the, you know, is it cool with them? He said, well, I haven't told them. They don't know. You're just going to go do it. <laughs> it's not like Tyler's a household name at this point. It was his first time on the rhyme. And so uh, I go down there with him, and like we're setting up, and all the crew and sound guys are doing this. And it's like, oh, yeah, this guy's got a phone, and you need to hook it up for him, and this is his guitar amp. And they don't know what's going on, but they don't care. They're stagehands, and they go ahead and wire it. Uh -huh. So when it comes time to go, Tyler's like, Hit it. So I go out and I play the first song, and the audience don't—they don't know I'm going to do it. No one knows. You know, if Roy Aiken would have been alive, he wouldn't have known. And I played Party Line. It was just the greatest time. And Did you Tyler, play with the band? We used his band, and I just came out and played Party Line. And I'm sure some people said, "Where's Tyler Childers?" And other people said, "Well, that's that's way back. It's okay." It looks different now. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's a little more. He's aged. But yeah, I mean, Tyler just does stuff like that. And I got to tell you. You know, um, there's another band I play with called Loon and the Mountain Jets, which is really, it's one of Honey's favorite bands. Yeah? Yeah. Love to hear her tell us about it sometime. Well, uh, yeah, she's got a lot to say. And Tyler has invited her out to Red Rocks in September to open a show for him at Red Rocks. Loon and the Mountain Jets will be open. So that's, All right. Yeah, I'm on 
to town. You folks voted for the Democrat. I can't make a sound party line. I'm on the party line. Tyler uh, when he was a little kid freshman in high school freshman in high school right did you guys connect yeah I knew his family um, the, his dad was Tim Childers who was a couple years younger than me in school I knew uh, Tim's brother Jim Childers uh, kind of grown up with them so when Tyler comes up you know I know his family and I know Tyler's a little bit of a musician and in fact his dad asked me so you know we want to get him a good guitar what do we get him you know I gave him some advice and Tyler's like writing these songs and saying here check this song out and he would send me stuff home that he had written and he was already a few steps above everybody else the way he was writing the things he was into and what he had to say hmm. he's just incredible hmm. when you first got into teaching social studies and teaching you're teaching 9 10 11 12 mostly freshmen and seniors hmm. did you find yourself sort of seeing young david oh, prince yeah. oh yeah and the kids in your class oh yeah which yeah. kids were they these would be the kids who always wanted you to know they play guitar because <laughs> they would carry it around and they would try to speak loudly about the music they were into. And they just, you know, and that's who I was in high school. Huh. Uh, you know, I, I always wore a trench coat. And this is back before trench coats didn't mean something horrible. It just meant you were probably in a rock band. <laughs> and I remember, and this is a dumb story, and Ozzy had a song called Mr. Crowley. And I found this book by Aleister Crowley. So I would carry it around like I was reading it. I didn't read Aleister Crowley's book, but I wanted people to think I did. So, so I had the Crowley book in my trench coat, and I was a rock and roller. And I see those kids to this day. I mean, their hair's a different color, and their shirt says something besides what mine did. But it's we're the same. We're the same kids. Huh. Some of them are sitting right back there right now. Are they really? Is it oh, yeah. truly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. Wow, you aren't, you aren't joking. No, no. There's like six kids here. Well, they're not kids anymore, but yeah. Grant, Grant, come on That's up here. Grant. All right. What do you remember about uh, about class with Laidback? Chico. Yeah, that's what we all, always called him. Why'd you call him that? Uh, that, was, that was his name. There was no David Prince. There was a Chico Prince. And then we were like, hey, this guy has a band named Super Chimp at the time. Yeah. And I remember finding a, a video 
of uh, oh, Casey. What was that not song? Train. No, not Night Train. Trucker's Choice. Yeah. It's this old, you know, animated video on YouTube, classic. And we saw that before, or maybe like after the first week, we had uh, Chico in class. He was just a legend in my mind. So I respected him to the utmost. You know, I wanted to be like Chico. Well, you know, thank just, goodness you weren't. Yeah, I know. I didn't have my trench coat on, you know. Never nope. found that. But I just remember how much Chico cared about his students, you know. And he was just so down to earth, man. So down to earth. He still is to this day. Has great fun with whatever he does, especially the kids in school. I mean, they just, he's awesome. You know, we need more teachers yeah. like Chico. All these kids were in my AP government class, so these are like the, the AP kids. These are the, okay. So when I would walk High in. High achievers. Yeah, and so when I would walk in every day, if you think you're the smartest guy in the room, you're not. I was not the smartest guy in the room with these kids, right? And, and that's not a joke, and it's not a bad thing. Oftentimes, uh, many times, teachers are learning from the students as we go, and I did that daily with those kids over there. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the best part about the, about the profession, right? It, it really I mean, is. You and go they in, may you... be a better person. Yeah, yeah. It could be worse, you could be dating a nurse that works a night shift at the nervous hospital. She could be under the curse of the man who dug a well and found a Chinese army. That's so real. I can see it. I can feel it. I can taste it. tell you all I had a dream last night I dreamed of my next door neighbor was the great Jimi Hendrix now Jimmy kept to himself most of the time and I didn't see him a whole lot but one day I heard a knock on the door and there he stood I said, hey, next door neighbor, great Jimi Hendrix, what's up? He said, lay back. I really hate to trouble you, but do you think there's any way that maybe I might could uh, borrow your lawnmower? Because mine seems to have stopped working. So I said, sure, next door neighbor, great Jimi Hendrix, let me go get it. So I gave it to him and he took it over. I noticed pretty soon he had his yard looking pretty spiffy. And he kept it about a week. And a week turned into three weeks. 
into two months. All of a sudden, my phone rings, and it's code enforcement. They said, hey, buddy, you're about to cut that grass over there. You whittle out of control. So I knew what I had to do. I go over, and I knock on Jimmy's door, and I said, hey, uh, Jimmy Hendrix, great guitar player, next-door neighbor. You think I might maybe could get my lawnmower back, man? I hate to ask. And Jimmy just breaks down. He goes, oh, man, I am so sorry. I completely forgot that I had your mower. He said, lay back, man. Let me go get it, and I'll bring it right back over to you. He said, in fact, let me fill it up with oil and gas, and I'll bring it to you. about 10 minutes, here come Jimi Hendrix with my lawnmower. And he said, lay back. I'm so embarrassed, man. He said, if there's anything I can, anything I can do to make this up to you, you let me know. I said, great Jimi Hendrix next door neighbor. As a matter of fact, there is. You think maybe on my next gig, you might come out and play a little guitar with me? He said, yeah, I could do that. And he did, and it sounded like this. driving the hearse with the man who bought the world from old Dave Bowie. Well, he bought the whole Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. 
Listen online at weku.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. There are so many people to thank for our program. First, laid-back country picker and honey, our guest this evening. We're ever grateful for our volunteers and staff who make our production happen so beautifully each and every week. That's Matt and Zach and Kate and Forrest and Eric and our producer upstairs, Ed Commons. We want to thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now before we close out tonight's program, I wonder if we might get laid back country picker and honey to play uh, McGoffin County Cadillac for us. Is that possible? It's absolutely possible. Excellent. Well, let's do it then. All right.
Bristol County. McGoffin County, Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world. <laughs> 